Well, it's unusual. I mean, you know, obviously it happens when, uh, you know, the, there's the yeshiva break or, um, you know, if we uh, if we decide to postpone it for a day till Wednesday. But it's unusual between October and um, and June not to have a yeshiva league sports update Tuesday mornings at this time. And it's really the first week that um, <laughs> the yeshiva league sports update has been has been scrapped due to suspended seasons. I can't remember this ever happening before, frankly. Elliot will tell me in a minute if I'm right or wrong. Uh, but I felt we have to at least ask Elliot to come on, not just to, to thank him and, and obviously let everyone know that he'll be on top of everything if things restart, obviously. Uh, but also he could speak to what the players and coaches and parents and and schools are going through just psychologically having to, uh, you know, in many cases, give up on really promising seasons. Elliot Weiselberg, who is our... Uh, sports editor and takes care of the Yeshiva League Sports Update every single Tuesday. Welcome back to JM in the AM. Uh, thank you, Nachum. I appreciate it. And I have to thank you because uh, you, we don't always keep the same hours. So thank you for joining me this early. We don't always keep the same hours. I'm generally not, uh, not um, putting myself out there after 3 a.m. the night, the, the day of a... Uh, on the sports update. Yeah, the, uh, the not keeping the same hours is an understatement. Elliot, first of all, officially, uh, I mean, I, I, I might be overstating the obvious, but, you know, let, let's hear it from the guy who knows. Officially, I'm assuming every yeshiva league in every sport is now officially suspended. Would that be the way to put it? Yeah. Um, the last game to have been played was, I believe, as of March 5th. And since that point... The, the the Yeshiva League has sort of been updating coaches and uh, athletic directors alike that games are being postponed indefinitely. And as of yesterday, the latest word is that all games are going to be postponed through Pesach. Right. Uh, so obviously we'll hear nothing before uh, the end of Pesach. Um, I, I don't know if your notes are in front of you. I don't want to put you on the spot, but, uh, but are, are you prepared to tell us how many teams are left in each one of the Basketball and hockey leagues, or is that something you don't have in front of you? Oh, I absolutely have that in front of me. Uh, uh, oh, ye of little faith. <laughs> no, so, I just wanted to so, give you—I wanted to give you an out just in case. That's all. <laughs> oh no, please, please. This is this is something that uh, has been obviously very prevalent for the last couple of weeks, right? And in most cases, we're up to championships. Wow. I mean, the girls' leagues were all up to the championships. We actually had one that actually did play their championships. The girls' B uh, varsity had their championship. That is the only varsity championship to have, or varsity or JV championship to have been played. The girls' championships were slated for early that Sunday, um, was March 8th. Uh, they, were, they were already set. The boys' championships in basketball uh, for JV and varsity were actually the only ones that weren't set because each of them still had a semifinal to be played. Boys hockey, completely ready for their championships, which was supposed to be this past Sunday. So everybody has two teams left, except, as you just described, the, the, the basketball situation, the boys' basketball Correct. situation. Correct. Can you run through those teams for us in terms of who remains and who would be in the eventual championship game? Sure. So let's, let's go down for the hockey end, because that one is already said. Okay. Varsity hockey... Which, had, which was by far, let me just preface this by saying this was by far one of the craziest varsity playoffs before everything sort of came to a grinding halt because we had for 
the first time, I believe, in Yeshiva League history, underdogs winning in mass. In varsity hockey, we had a West fifth seed. Under the new format, where we have the playing games, the four or five, it has never happened before that the lowest seed in a conference has made the championship. And West five Ramaz managed to make their way through everybody and get there. And they were slated to face the East champion DRS. Nice. In the JV championship, it would have been two Western teams, uh, TABC and SAR. SAR, the division champion, TABC, the West two seed, knocking off everybody all the way on up. All right, that was hockey, right? That was hockey. That's hockey. Okay. Basketball. If we're going, if we're gonna, if we're gonna recap every team that's already there, the girls' championships. Another, another West, uh, another West matchup. SAR and Maya Note would have been the girls' varsity A championships. The girls' JV A championships would have been SAR and Frisch. So a lot of West going on here. Then you get to the boys, and this is sort of where, as I said, we came to a little bit of a standstill. Boys JV, uh, DRS made it to the championship and then was then awaiting the semifinals between TABC and SAR, which obviously couldn't be played. And then when you get to the varsity level, you had uh, TABC making the championship, defeating DRS, and then you had a matchup between SAR and Shari Torah. Um, the ironic part, both of these games were a contest between the three and four seeds in each division. Mm. I don't know if that's ever happened before. And right now, we're sort of stuck with, as I said, a three-seed TABC already making the championship. And then you have SAR and Chari Torah, who haven't played their semifinal yet. And so we're sort of stuck with three teams in basketball for... JV and varsity. Right, understood. All right, that's the uh, update regarding hockey and basketball. Now, Elliot, um, we know all the different major themes that that we are discussing here and all these other places, you know, in in public forum, um, you know, these days, and it has to do with homeschooling, has to do with what do you do with the kids through sometimes, you know, the boredom. Uh, how do you handle Shabbos when no one's in shul? It's, I mean, there's a million issues, obviously. Pesach coming up, but you can address one issue that we really haven't discussed. I think the only two people right now who could discuss this firsthand would be yourself as a representative of the Yeshiva League and uh, the YU basketball team. How does a group of uh, young people, men, women, a group of young people, some of whom, as you described, have tremendous promise uh, in an unusual year for them, because some of them are third, fourth, and fifth seeds, as you described. Uh, how does a team that has worked so hard to get to the top, in some cases to be at the top and stay there, how do they handle this disappointment of possibly this season being completely over and going into the annals of history as incomplete? Uh, well, I, I can speak to that firsthand, actually, as a, as a coach in some of the spring leagues that are now being put on indefinite hiatus. As a, as a coach in, in one of the leagues that's coming up with um, – with a team that really fits under that category of potentially promising season, it, it, it can be, it's devastating because you've gotten there. If you were a Ramaz team, if you're a Yeshiva University team, if you were a three and a four team that managed to work your way through teams that were favorites and you have your opportunity, you have your chance. It's like in, when we talk about the NCAA, when we talk about division one and all the March madness that ensues with that, that one shining moment, it's, it's there for you, and then it's not. A lot, of, uh, it's, a lot of people who aren't familiar with sports may not understand the depth of what you're saying. 
Well, so let, let's, let's put it this way. When you've worked your way to the top after not being considered one of the top, and there are very few, there are very few obstacles between you and the ultimate goal that 16 other teams or 18 or however many in your, in your league are fighting for. You weren't considered to be there from the very beginning. That opportunity doesn't come around very often, especially not in our leagues where the favorites have really been prevalent over the last few years. So and by, it's very much not typical. And by the way, and we're not, and we're not, everybody has. and we're not minimizing the uh, the 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 same type of feeling that the favorites have. I mean, they they also oh, have absolutely worked, not right. They've worked so hard to maintain where they've been all season, and uh, and then they have this terrible disappointment and it really is across the board I'm sure the players you've spoken to many of them I'm sure the coaches I'm sure you've spoken to many of them uh, even to an extent the the staff of the school the parents you know every everybody's just down about it. it it certainly doesn't help the overall situation that you have this whole uh you know yeshiva league situation again it's sports and we we, we get it we get that it's you know mm-hmm. not, not life and death and that you Correct. can you can cancel major leagues when necessary for the safety of the country we get all of that but, oh, I, I firmly believe that this is this is the correct call. There's no there's right. no doubt in my mind that we would be out of our minds to continue playing at this point. Right. Um, even without fans, you mean? Meaning, even if people even, I, even if people thought look, they were are, taking there precautions. There are two things that are that are that are impacting our leagues right now. One of which, obviously, is the school closings. Uh, you know, having if schools are closed for right. academics, athletics is absolutely out of the question as well. But it's also the CDC recommendation of not having uh, 50 or more people in a certain place for the next eight weeks. Right. It's, plus, it's just plus unconscionable. With, plus, with what the major leagues have done, it's obvious that they wouldn't allow you know sports or there's uh, you know basically hand to hand contact, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, all these yeah. things are you know can be completely restricted. Um, all right, so now, uh, <laughs> so now the question is, what's Elliot Weiselberg going to do for us next week? Is there anything, anything other than than uh, we reminding everybody that when Yeshiva League sports starts up again, we'll be there to report on it? I, I made a joke to my wife in the car the other day that it's just this is the first time where I think I'm going to say, "Hey, I'm Elliot Weiselberg. No, no news this week. <laughs> See you next week." Exactly. <laughs> By the way, have you thought of the hockey tournament in your father's memory that goes on every year? I actually have been putting a great amount of thought to that only because this was about the time when when everything really ramps up. What, you know, what, every, it's, the leagues have their champion should have had their champions almost at this point. Right. And we you know, it's it's just it's tough to think about the, to think about it, but it's very it's a very real scenario that the tournament doesn't happen this year. It's usually May or June. Correct. It's u- oh, it's, it's usually like Father's Day, right? If I'm not mistaken, a couple of years uh, it was Father's no, it, Day. Well, we had it on Father's Day a few times, right. but um, the, the date that we were looking at this year was it was May 17th. Right. The, the irony is that that's just outside the window of the CDC eight-week mark. The problem is that you get to that point, you know, you get to the end of that eight-week window and you say to yourself, is this, is this something we can still do? And then, this, and then a recommendation comes out that you don't do it, and all of a sudden everything's scrapped. And, you know, it, it, it's just a little harder once you've started preparing for something to be yeah. able to say, okay, let's not do this. Plus, so we're, we're, we're just taking everybody's cue at this point. Yeah, plus on top of that, you know, God knows after all these weeks of, you know, of, of, of community distancing, 
um, takes place. God knows how long it's going to take the community to, to get back to normal and to go to events and support events like uh, you know the ones that right. people like How do I assuage right? people's fears that right. that the event is going to be a hundred percent safe for everybody to be at? If even if it's just outside that window, it it doesn't. I I don't know what failsafe I can put in. Nobody knows because yeah. this is a really novel, ironically, novel experience. I, I the last time that that we all as a nation went through this, none of us were really alive for. Yeah, uh, no question. A lot of unknown, and we'll have to see what happens. By the way, the only example of suspension or canceled games that you recall in the league, I would guess, was Blizzards. Right? That would be the only one you would. You, or maybe 9-11 as well, but 9-11 was early in the season, so probably not. But would, would well, be- I, actually happened to be, I actually happened to be in high school through 9-11. That was, yeah, as you're saying, it was much too early right. for that to have impacted the season. So would, would Blizzards be the, the prime example that, that you remember in terms of games having to be rescheduled and stuff? Yeah, that, that's pretty much, I would say, it. I, I think weather has really, really been the only situation that we've done this for. I, I'm not even sure uh, bu- uh, building closings for any reason, right. uh, you know, maintenance-related. That's really, really it. The only other thing I can think of is that, you know, Sandy was late October. I assume some of those games were postponed till November. Uh, when the only thing that really, the only issue that that really caused was certain schools had to right. play in other buildings. Right. I remember during in the league that I believe that I used to coach in junior high, Halb was extremely impacted by it and was forced to move into DRS's building for a couple of games that year. But uh, there really wasn't much else. By the time we gotten around to to uh, late October, everybody was sort of back up and running. All right, Elliot, I thank you. Uh, again, not that it's the biggest deal, but people should realize that for some in our community, and specifically the kids who were involved in uh, getting to the championship and, and winning the championship, uh, you know, they, they, they have a, a small, small, small added burden throughout this entire period of time. And thank you so much, Elliot. And look, we'll be in touch, and we'll let the audience know when there's news to report. Absolutely. Look, the first priority right now across the board is just being safe and being vigilant and you know, sports will be there when we get back. That's true. They keep they keep reassuring us that. By the way, Elliot, personal note, uh, mm-hmm. I'm not completely against this idea that the, some of the sports networks are replaying some great games of the past. You know, if you sit, I've that, been if you, watching a few of them. Yeah, and, uh, if you sit, yeah, I've, been, I've been reveling in some of these sports of my youth and some you, of the results from back then. Were you watching Rangers Islanders the other night? <laughs> uh, no, I was not. There's so much to choose from now, but I did happen to take a look at uh, Yankees Mets from 2000 this past Sunday when I was just wandering through no football, no baseball, no hockey, no basketball Sunday. Uh, it's, uh, it's funny. Those of us who are really into sports, people don't understand what kind of what kind of drought this is, frankly. But all right, we'll we'll no, make we'll make we'll, we'll, we'll make it through. That's for sure. Elliot, mm-hmm. Elliot, thank you. Stay healthy. Best to your entire family. This portion of NSN programming is brought to you by our friends at A&H. Abel's and Hyman Kosher Hot Dog Sausage and Deli is the world's best, serving the kosher world since 1954, available at better kosher supermarkets nationwide. Try A&H today. My thanks to Elliot Weiselberg, Yeshiva League Sports Update. Yeah, everything's suspended, as of course you knew, and all of us knew, but I figured it's a good idea, first of all, to thank Elliot for yet another amazing season of the Yeshiva League Sports Update, but I didn't give him his official thank you yet this morning, so I'm hoping that between now and the end of June, we will have a couple of more games to report on 
and a couple of things to update people with uh, regarding the Yeshiva League. We'll see what happens. It's March 17th. Three weeks from tomorrow night is the Pesach Seder. Let's uh, get through these days first, and then, uh, please God, uh, hopefully um, uh, as soon as possible, life will get back to normal. We certainly hope so.